BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big Eight tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. We roll into a busy hour two. Lots to get to when it comes to Nebraska football. I'm Austin Norman. He's the Husker Basketball Hall of Famer, the nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland, who Tom just took down in the shootout with Strick. Uh, see if Champ can get back on the board on Thursday. Um, but, of course, you need to thank Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul for sponsoring our show. They're open tomorrow, Wednesday through the weekend. Make sure you go check them out down at 29th and Pine Lake. All right, Strick. What up? A lot's up. Let's get a it. lot going on. Yeah, there's a lot football. going on. There's some good Husker news and things out there. And then it always can change, but let's just say we're going to have faith and believe in uh, what we're hearing right now. Yes. We'll get to that in just a sec. Matt Rule was on uh, Pat McAfee's show today, and this will lead us into that, that quarterback conversation here. He spoke a lot about the slow build or the, the building from the ground up. He made an interesting point um, when he looked at Lincoln Riley going mm-hmm. from uh, Oklahoma to, to USC, USC and Dion. Mm-hmm. Um, that those guys were able to bring players from their previous universities and teams with them, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of kickstart their rebuild, and not just you know a, a smattering of guys. You bring the Heisman winner Caleb Williams, yep. and you bring a, a Heisman, you know, a couple Heisman level players in Shadur Sanders and Travis Hunter with you. Those aren't just random guys, random pieces. Those are building blocks that Matt Rule didn't get the chance to bring with him yep. from, obviously not from Temple, but not from Baylor. Like, yeah, I mean, Josh Fleeks came along. I think it's fair to say he's not at the level of Caleb Williams. Um, <laughs> Garrett McGuire came with him from from Baylor when he was around. Also not that level. So I thought it was interesting to hear Matt Rule double down on a national level on what his philosophy is because of everything we've been hearing. We've gotten so engrossed in 
transfer portal and an early signing day coming up soon. But Matt Rule said he wants 5 to 10% of his roster to be transfers, and that's it. The rest of that, he wants to be, you know, young student athletes that he yeah. developed in building, what's building this? blocks. Yeah. Building blocks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I have to agree. And and that is true. And and listen, um, I know that we as fans, as Husker Faithful, as Big Red all day, we understand the fact that there's disappointment that comes with what we saw, right? Mm-hmm. You're five and three, you're on the verge of breaking through and you lose your last four. Now, especially by you know, the way that you had, you know, three, you know, overtime. You know you're you're in you're in a lot of those games, but we can't take away from the fact that their success with a new regime, with some overhauls that taking place, mm-hmm. with there was some leakage and some you are the weakest link goodbye moments <laughs> with Husker football right, <laughs> right. there there is definitely a lot of that, but what you can what you can look at though is you had trouble on both sides of the ball like your defense was. Porous. Like, I mean, there was holes in the dam all over the place, right? Mm-hmm. Then your offense was very suspect, made some big things happen. But There's two it, guys. It was, yeah, your, your line was horrible. Your running game was average, below average at best. So you had all of that, and you were able to turn a leaf on one of those. Mm-hmm. That's success because your defense became a top 25-ish defense Mm -hmm. in the country Mm -hmm. your offense let you down but you can still say there was success out of this right because it's tough to turn two sides of the ball you know there's still areas in your special teams that I still think needs to get better there's some areas there but for the most part you think I think you found some things that you can look to and say we can build here or we can fix this or you can target this area and you can go out and get them Mm-hmm. And this is why I'm not fully disappointed totally about what Matt Rule has done in his first year. So mm-hmm. I'm happy. Brad on the starter Heyman text line says Michigan State didn't even have a coach. I assume you're talking about football where, no, they were down to their interim coach. Michigan State basketball might be in some trouble with Tom Mizzo. I still think they're they're going to get it figured out. But on the football front, okay, Michigan State didn't have a coach, but then neither did Northwestern. Braun didn't get the full head coaching job till after the season. So Nebraska went one in one of those games. Could have beat Michigan State, but you had a stinker. It happens. I'm still with Strick that there's still enough to build off of. Yeah. And to that point, Strick, the enough to build off of the, the roster retention and building blocks. That's huge. Two big names coming back for Husker football. The first one on the offensive side is Bryce Benhart. Mm-hmm. 41 straight starts. Line retention. That's a huge. lot. Yeah. You get a building block back on that right side of the offensive line. A guy that if you had told me even before last year that he would be coming back for another year, I'd be like, get this guy out of here. Yeah. He has been a turnstile. Bryce Benhart played the best football of his Nebraska career last year. And on a line that you always are going to want stability on, his return, I think, is huge for the quarterbacks that we'll get to here in just a little bit. Well, First of all, at the line position, I always thought that the retention of Ben Scott was imperative, mm-hmm. right? Getting him back was huge to me. Now, Ben Hart, I would say the same thing. I think a big loss for this line was when Piper went down. Sure. Because it caused all kinds of ripple effects and shifts, and people had to go and try to figure out some things in different areas. But they they made it work, and that's what you can 
you can be happy about as mm -hmm. far as that part of it. But retention is huge. Getting that back and also getting someone on the defensive side, especially in that secondary position. In an, it, I think it's an important position because it's a lot of guarding of tight ends. It's a lot of guarding and helping and run support. It's a lot. It's a position mm -hmm. that that requires a lot of uh, cerebral. Right. Uh, you know, reading and reacting type of things. And to have somebody that's skilled at that position returning, I think is good. That's on the right tackle side. Teddy Barjaska slated to come back on the left side. Ben Scott in the middle. And we'll see from there. I mean, having three out of the five line positions pretty well solidified. Yeah. You feel pretty good about. Then on the defensive side of the ball, Ben Hart announced in the same video that Isaac Gifford announced that the player from Lincoln had a nice year. Um, you know, got beat a few times, but who on that defense didn't from time to time. But these are two older guys, Strick, that can be foundational pieces. They can set the example, can set the yeah. standard, one on offense, one on defense. They make their announcement together. I think Isaac Gifford and Javen Wright are going to be in competition for that rover spot unless, you know, one of them moves back to safety or, or moves down a level again to linebacker. But the more older guys you have, typically the better in college sports. Yeah, we we've talked about that on the basketball side of things, mm -hmm. just uh that that veteran leadership, but it's 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 culture building. Mm -hmm. Like when you have guys like that that return, it's it's culture building. It's important because that worth ethic, that that pain uh, and that anguish that you feel and you're wanting to return because there's something you see. Mm -hmm. You have a glimmer of hope. There's mm -hmm. There's something you see about what this this coaching staff has done or your your coaching room has done wherever that is for you. You're seeing that there's there's some form of upper trajectory. It's it's the same feeling I had when I was in Dallas of a cultural change of watching the Jason Kidd and the Mashburn talent. Mm -hmm. All kinds of talent. J J Jimmy Jackson, that whole crew and the frustration of practicing but just knowing that there's all this talent in the room and just there there there's 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 just a lack of you know desire to change it right mm -hmm. and then you switch your units and a new crew comes in um some from some winning pedigree out in Phoenix and now you're seeing that turn that shift because you got some veteran guys like AC Green in the mm -hmm. room now and you know um um, guys like Hot Rod Williams, you know, guys that have had great success uh, are now there. Derek Harper, and you know, just just great leaders mm -hmm. that build that culture, changes that mindset, doesn't accept mediocrity. And then when you start to see that shift, there's there's a glimmer of hope of change, and I think that's what they're experiencing right now in that unit. That was going to be my next question for you. I love that you went there because I think there are some people who would be cynical and say. Well, they're old. They're not good enough to go to the NFL. You know, they're just trying to hang on to their dream. That's why they're coming back to Nebraska. Are they all Big Ten guys next year? Probably not. Probably not. Mm -hmm. I, I think if they are all Big Ten guys, that's a good sign. They've taken a step forward. They're putting up numbers and they're helping their team be successful. But I think a lot of it isn't just they're, you know, clinging on to the last strand of a dream. I think a lot of it is these guys believe in this coaching staff. The sixth year guys that came back for this last season liked the message that they were getting and enjoyed and appreciated the coaching staff. I think it's a big credit to Matt Rule and the assistant staff that he's put together to be able to bring these guys back for a sixth year where maybe they don't have pro prospects that they've been playing football for so long, their bodies are beat up, they're just done with it. 
No, you have guys coming back to play a sixth year, to be a part of something bigger than themselves. I think that's a big feather in the cap each of the last two off seasons for Matt Rule. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And what I what I say is I can appreciate more than I think that's important because I can tell you there are, there are solid coaches right now. And 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 don't 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 miss me in what I'm saying because I still think there's going to be some some va- you know some vacating after spring. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some guys that are going to jump in and. Well, out. there has to be because they're going to quit. There's just yeah. not going to have enough numbers, so they're they're going to find out where they are, and mm-hmm. and if they're able to compete for a position or a roster spot, then you know they're going to make a decision at that point. And so we know that that's going to happen. But what I say is, guys, in a willingness to stay in. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn five dollars into one hundred and fifty dollars instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code Champion One Fifty. Then place a five dollar wager on any sport. You'll receive one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the King of Sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. And stick it out. This is why I think when guys come in here for the transfer portal, I think the messaging is important from the coaching Mm -hmm. staff to keep it real with people. Because there's a lot of kids being deceived, a lot of young men being deceived right now in thinking Mm -hmm. that just because there's NIL and there's all kinds of there's there's greener grass on the other side, and then you end up going in because here's the issue: you don't have rapport with none of that coaching staff. They don't know you outside of the tape that they've seen on you or outside of what they maybe have discussed with other coaching staffs about you or made the calls and all of that, their reliance is on what somebody else said. They don't know. They have an impression. Yeah, they have a thought or impression. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't know you. So sometimes jumping in that portal and thinking it's just going to go and it's going to be uh, hunky-dory when you get there, this is why I think the stick-and-stay method is so much better, mm-hmm. is these guys know me. This staff knows my worth ethic. They know how I am in the weight room. They know what my study habits are. They know that I'm a hard worker. They know that I'm willing to put in the time. They know that I'm a listener. They, they All these things that they know about me changes when you go somewhere else mm-hmm. and you think it's going to just happen. Now, unless you're just a super athlete, like I'll just speak from the basketball uh, standpoint, right? There's a lot of things that Allen Iverson could get away with just because he's freaking Allen Iverson. He's just that good. There's <laughs> right. a lot of things Kobe Bryant probably could get away with that most can't. Mm-hmm. Just because they're that freakish of an athlete. They're guys like that, but that number is not that as high as what you would you think. You know when you're one of those You know guys. You're when you're one of yeah. one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why I love that this this unit is 
is able to, you can tell that they, and I talked about this before rule came, they have a message. Mm. They stick to the message. And I don't think it's a message of selling the dream. I think it's being authentic and I think it's being real and it's, it's letting the players and the people know, and those that just don't want to or can't compete for it, then they're going to bounce out. But I think for the most part, these guys are willing to stay and compete. Speaking of competition, the quarterback room might be getting shaken up. Nothing confirmed yet, so hold your hold your horses, Husker fans. Two names, Stricky. Kyle McCord that Nebraska has been linked to for a while. Mm. Uh, got a couple crystal balls put in for him in the transfer portal. Like the idea of him as that, that steady kind of veteran leader for a team that can come in, only has one year of eligibility remaining, but I think you know, getting an Ohio State quarterback that has produced a, a still high level and has won 11 games in a year would be great. Does he come with Julian Fleming? We'll see. Um, Fleming, I believe, takes his visit tomorrow is when that will be to Lincoln, so we'll see if anything comes from that. But of course, the news that broke just after we got off of our show, broke during old school, there's a lot of smoke around Dylan Raiola to Nebraska. And plenty of national outlets have flipped their prediction for Dylan Raiola from Georgia to Nebraska. Not official yet. It's not signing day. No commitment or decommitment or anything from Dylan Raiola as of yet. But with all the smoke around the McCord situation, I like that for Nebraska. All the smoke around the Raiola situation. To me, that would be about a dream offseason for a Nebraska quarterback. Absolutely. I mean, I told you in, uh, here on the block that for me, you got to go get two. You get, you got to go and find a way to get two. And I, you know, I know mm-hmm. I've I've said that I think it's a balance. I think you got to go and get a solid guy who is who has started, who has seen it, who is who has been in it, who, who's 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 handled the pressure, who's been in big pressure games, who has some accuracy, who knows how to to kind of uh, who has great mechanics in the quarterback space, right? Mm-hmm. And and will give you just a not going to just turn the ball over and just throw the ball and whip it around all that, you know, somebody like that common court to me, I think is that kind of guy, I, mm-hmm. you know, you know, I, I'm not going to say he's elite. I'm not going to say he's top left, but he you really know, you don't, good. you don't just win 11 games and, and just by happenstance, right? There's other things that are going to count for that. This is why they need to, I think, continue to, to hone in and get skilled players out there, especially at the wide receiver position. Mm-hmm. Don't stop. Right. You know, so Fleming coming, I think I think Nebraska's in need of a number one, a number mm-hmm. one receiver, you know? So um, I think that would be a tremendous get as well. Now, then I said the second guy that you want to look for is a young guy, a guy that can fight it out now. I, I bet you rule is not, if this is the case, and this, is, this isn't happened, this is alleged, but if this is the case, I'm not, I bet you he's not telling any one of them that they're starting or they're coming to start. You're gonna fight. Mm-hmm. You're gonna you're gonna have a battle with whoever stays in the room. And if Harburg and those guys decide to stay around, I'm sure a, a quarterback coach is gonna give them or gonna want to develop and change their mechanics and so forth and so on. But there's some things that are gonna be required of of you to win this position. It's just not gonna be a given. And that's what I'm gonna like about the potential if that does happen of that balance. Now the one I mm-hmm. think is gonna have the, the 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 struggle, but he's gonna probably have the Carson Beck mode I don't think if he goes somewhere else I don't think it's going to be to the level of a Nebraska I think if if Kalen decides 
that he's going to stay, grow, develop. I think mm-hmm. he'd probably want to know who the quarterback coach is going to be. Right. So that way he can decide on whether or not, you know, I can stick and stay. I mm-hmm. think he should take the Carson Becker, uh, uh, you know, uh, road potentially. And if not, he's not going to go to a high level power, power five. I don't think, I think he may go to a, you know, maybe a, a group of five mm-hmm. next for him to, de- to develop, mm-hmm. but he's going to need time to develop for me. I think he needs a few years. Let's think through this here real quick. If Kyle McCord comes to Nebraska and he's the only quarterback to come to Nebraska, let's say it's McCord and Kalen. McCord starts. No question. Feel very confident. No question. I'm confident with that. Even if Chubba Purdy's around, even if Heinrich Harburg is around, I think McCord will have to earn the job, right? It's not just going to be given to him, but I think he's good enough. He's the starter. Let's say for some reason, Nebraska misses on McCord, but they're able to flip Riola. I don't know if he's a day one starter. I might feel a little more comfortable with Purdy as the day one starter if you can get him to stick around. And if Riola's playing better, has learned enough by midseason, maybe make that change. I don't know. Where it gets interesting to me, Strick, is if both McCord and Riola come to Lincoln. Kyle McCord didn't transfer from Ohio State to sit the bench. Yeah. Dylan Riola probably didn't decommit from Georgia or won't decommit from Georgia to ride the bench. I still am an advocate for, as a quarterback, you sit a year learn the system, get acclimated to the speed, get acclimated to the locker room, what it takes to lead a bunch of guys that are older than you. But the hand, the job, like you said, shouldn't just be handed to McCord. If Riola is that much better yeah. and he comes to Lincoln, play him. If McCord is that much better, play him. But Stick I think the best thing for Nebraska is to have like a 2017 Kansas City Chiefs situation where you get both guys. Kyle McCord is your Alex Smith. And Dylan Raiola is your Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Let him sit. Let him learn. He might be, might have a higher ceiling, might be better long-term. Maybe just not quite ready yet. Or, you know, you already went out and got McCord, so you can't just bench him. You know, you want to be loyal to that as well. The I think, again, if Nebraska is able to, you know, lock both these guys down, it works out really well. Kyle McCord gets a starting spot. It's still a power school. Dylan Raiola gets to come to Nebraska um, probably get get paid pretty handsomely for it, both guys. But he gets to sit and learn a year, right? He doesn't have the no weight pressure. of expectations yeah. in year one. Now, yeah. the pressure is to get better, yeah. to prove that you're the guy the next year because McCord, again, only has one year left. Yeah. But I think it would work out really well for both guys and for Nebraska if they're able to reel both in. Well, this is why I say the authenticity and the messaging from the coaching staff is important, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I also think schedule the schedule and the scheduling of of things because if you're authentic and you can show by film and you can show by breakdowns, you can show by grading why this particular coach, I mean this particular quarterback, earned the spot over mm-hmm. you. Like we can't we 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 can't operate. And then you have to give real life situations to young men too, right? When you're sitting down across from a young man, you have to be honest with him and say, "Hey, listen, um, here's why he earned it." Go out and continue to grow, get better, come back, and and be and be ready because mm-hmm. you just never know in the game of football. You never know on the minute, on a quarter, on a on a on a series when things can shift and change. So you have to be able to look at them in the eye and say, "Here's why they here's why they they want it." The schedule is going to dictate. Because at the end of the day, if Kyle McCord comes in here and he lights it up, then you can say, this is why. Mm-hmm. He goes 5-0, and 5-1. Oh, and one. What, I mean, I'm not, listen, please don't hit me in the, <laughs> the, the thing saying, oh, yeah, you're 
you're drinking the Kool-Aid. No, I'm, I'm just saying this is how you can kind of get your messaging to a player mm-hmm. of understanding as to why it matters and why to sit and, you know, be ready and mm-hmm. why you're next up. You've got plenty of time. Take advantage of it. And then, and then tell them stories because you've, you've had now professional experience. Tell them stories of why an Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. And he had to sit. He had to sit behind somebody. You know what right. I mean? Mm-hmm. Why? You know, and then give stories of these quarterbacks mm-hmm. at the next level, the Mahomes. Where and, you want to reach. You, where you're trying to go. Why? Don't think you. And then tell the stories of rookie quarterbacks like Bryce Young. Right now, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? How they're struggling. For every CJ Stroud, there's a Bryce Young. Yeah, you you can tell these stories. This is why it's authenticity of sitting these guys and really having these real conversations. And that's why I think a quarterback coach, because you want them to be an extension. You don't want Matt Rule to continuously have to be, you know, disseminating that message. You want mm-hmm. him to understand that the quarterback coach is one who you can respect, one that you you know who sees you, and one who is teaching you and developing you. Mm-hmm. And showing you where your deficiencies are. And that's what I think is important. Brad, Ryan, uh, BJ7414, really appreciate y'all texting it on the Sarah Hammond text line. It's 402-464-5685 if you've got thoughts on this discussion. Big picture. You know, it seems like things are happening. It seems like the ball is rolling in a positive direction for Nebraska. But Strick, we've got some jaded people on the text line that have seen that ball, you know, take a random left turn. And have the train come off the tracks, which it yeah. is. I want to address that where where my confidence, my lack of confidence for this offseason is coming from uh, as we get into uh, the second part of the second hour here of On the Block. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.